Hello, Stephen. William, how are you? Good, mate. How are you, mate? Yeah, great stuff. So this is our first, our first. Uh, this is like a long distance relationship for us now. It is now the old international call. The old international call. The old Skype set up now. Um, how's Japan, mate? Mate, bloody brilliant so far. Is it? You having a cracking time? T- two nights, mate, already, and uh, no, having a great time. How much sleep so far, or? Ah, that's not important, is it? It's not. You got to enjoy yourself. You got to maximize, uh, maximize your time out there. So no sleep, exactly. Uh, the better, really. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Well, what have you been up to um, so far, mate? Talk me through. Talk me through from 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 leaving Sydney. Um, uh, what yeah. have you been doing? So I flew in to Tokyo at about twelve o'clock on uh, Thursday. So yeah, Thursday and. Um, Walking around the city for a bit and um, had a few sakis. Had a few sakis, eh? Night out on uh, went down to the old um, one of the local karaoke bars as well. Had some live music karaoke, which was always fun. <sighs> Mate, what's your uh, the... what's your go to karaoke? Well, they didn't have it because I usually go to Drops of Jupiter by train. Oh, but, um, yes, please. Because they're, they're, play, they're playing all of this live, so they actually need to know the song. So they didn't know it. But um, they, I, I went, went uh, opted for Wonderwall. Wonderwall, oh, classic. You classic, that is. Yeah. But yeah, no, then um, just had a night in the town after that. And now we flew down to Oita yesterday and a um, couple of surprises on the, on the same plane with the, the refereeing panel. As well, I'm sure I saw that saw from your socials. social media. Have yeah. you actually replaced Ben Skeen, or is that just uh, a vicious rumour on the uh, rugby scene? I think you have to wait until um, there are no TMO calls in the in the, in the training room game. To, so if um, we don't notice Ben Skeen, we can assume that you're sat there in the TMO box. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Um, did you notice, interestingly, in the photo, something I picked up, some of our listeners may have done the same, Roman Poit and Jerome Garces were wearing glasses in the photo. You ever seen them wear glasses yes. during a game? No, I haven't. Can't say I have. Do you think Makes that could be potentially one of the reasons why there's not a lot of offsides given in uh, the games that they referee? Well, yeah, that and they probably don't also uh, know exactly what's going on in the breakdown, hence why their breakdown refereeing so poor. I think we need to uh, get them sponsored by a contact lens company, I would suggest. Um, do you reckon that's something we have the power to do on the podcast? Oh, we can always we can always have a look. Get them out a lovely deal on some uh, some contact lenses for the games. Well, I think Specsavers usually have a two for one deal going for for um, glasses. We can always look into that. Yeah, yeah, we can always look into a sponsorship for that. Anyway, I'm tucking into a lovely uh, Heineken here. The uh, the the Rugby World Cup collections growing. What, what country uh, do you have you got, mate? I'm tucking into a Canada at the moment. So. Um, I think I've completed. Which pool were Canada in? They in the pool with New Zealand? Is that pool Pool B? I that think? was Pool B. Yeah. I think I've completed Pool B. So I think I've got all of that. Oh, very nice. All right. On the uh, on the uh, Heineken collection that you're missing out on. Anyway, I am. You've seen the selections, obviously, uh, for the England yes. Wallabies games. So those games are tonight. So you got the tickets ready. You haven't lost them tickets so there, far. Ready to go. Funny story. <laughs> one of my, one <laughs> of the guys I'm travelling with. Um, he, he a pod listener. He is a pod listener. He's actually pod the listener. brother of um, Rowan Costello, who loves to have a little a chat and uh, oh, messages yeah. on the socials. Lockie Costello, his older brother. Okay. Um, he actually 
before leaving, he took his tickets out of the of his little folder to to show off to his dad and his brother. Say, hey, oh look, yeah, look what I'm doing. I'm going up to the quarterfinals. Blah 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 blah. Um, arrives in uh, in Tokyo. Oh hey, well um, is it all right? We can use the the photocopied version of our tickets, right? We don't have the actual ones. <laughs> And we've been briefed with our travel agent about 10 times. They're not going to let you in the ground without the original tickets. So he's so, – So what's he going to do? Well, we've called up because one of the one of our other mates who's come who's with us as well, he worked with a bloke who's flying over – who flew over today, arrived this morning. So what Lockie's little brother, Rowan, has driven the tickets to our other mate's work given them to the assistant, who's then given them to the right bloke who's coming over, and now we're meeting up with him in about an hour to get the tickets outside the stadium. <laughs> Jeez, he, he owes that guy a serious amount of sake, Mate, I would suggest. There's a, there's a, a couple of bottles of sake getting, getting sent his way, I think. I'm not surprised. Jesus. Hope you've got your tickets. Have you got your tickets? Mate, mine are all out? sorted. They're you didn't leave them with Mumsy? No, quadruple check. I had them on me before I left. Oh, you still got your passport? I think I hope so. Yeah, so. No, that's all there. So where are you staying um, at the moment? Because uh, right, you're not actually in right Oita now, at the moment, are you? No, we're in a little town about half an hour away from Oita, um, called Beppu. Because um, apparently in Beppu, yeah, apparently in Oita, there's not much going on. So um, pretty much everyone here, who's everyone who's watching the games, is either staying here or anywhere up to about three hours away. Oh, very Oita good. is in the middle of nowhere. I've heard this. There's not a lot to do. There's just like a main street in order, isn't there? Uh, there's, there's like two streets. There's about sixty, uh, no, forty thousand seat stadium, and then that's about it. Apparently, yeah. from all reports. <laughs> so, what are your plans this afternoon before the big game? Um, we're just about to go uh, have a feed now, and then we're going to hit up an onsen spa. Oh, an onsen spa, a naked spa. Yeah. Is that what's yeah. running oh, over there? Yeah, a little towel. But um, you took those budgies. Sure. Are you going to sure run what, them? Or? Yeah, well, I'm not sure what the the local sort of theme is in in the spas. I'm presuming it's probably stark naked. But um, yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll see what happens when we get there. Oh, very good. And then on to the game this evening. You've seen the teams yep. now, obviously. Um, thoughts yeah. on the Wallabies selection? Um, speechless to be honest. Speechless. I'm just confused. I haven't heard. Well, that's I'm not conf- much good in a podcast. I'll be honest. A podcast no. is <laughs> an audio delicacy. I would describe it, it is. as. So being speechless isn't going to add much value to this Skype call. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, no, the, <laughs> the halves. I think we we predicted the halves were going to be picked the way they were with Genia and Lilafano, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Hodge hasn't played in three weeks, and he still wouldn't start if if I had anything to do with it. Uh, I told you I picked the back line the day before. You it was did announced, pick the back line. Um, I'm intrigued to see. Uh, so it got released that Pattaya was starting at 13 before Eddie Jones chose his team. So I'm intrigued as to why he moved Manu to 12. I just yeah, I am thought, as well, actually. You pick a 19-year-old, basically debutant. He's played two tests. He's never played with Grovey in the centres, has he? No. Oh, he has it for the Reds, but not it's for the Wallabies. Yeah. And he's never played with Lee Lefano because, what did he? He might have played against Uruguay. Yeah, he did. So he's played, what, one or two tests with his 10, 
never played international rugby with his 12 and you've got someone who hasn't played rugby for three weeks, four weeks outside him, it's a lot of pressure on him. And there that's why I'm baffled. I'm baffled as to why they've moved Manu to, to 12 unless it's more of a defensive option for, to combat Karevi and then they'll just play Manu as a 13 effectively in attack. I'm not sure, but that, yeah. that's, that's I'm my not sure why they've changed it. Happened. I'm not really sure why they've changed the England lineup. I thought Ford was sort of nailed on 10 now, um, especially yeah. the way he's played in this World Cup. I think you'd probably well, agree with me saying he's been probably the form back for us, yeah, definitely. Um, apart from Manu. Um, I did say before the tournament started that it was likely that Farrell would play 10 in some of the knockout games, but I really couldn't see it happening um, because Ford have been playing so well. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit concerned uh, just because Slade's not played a full game since the Premiership final. I don't. I think he got injured in the Premiership final. I can't remember. But he's not actually played a full game of rugby for coming up to six months. Um, yeah, wow. But that was the combo that they ran in the Six Nations, and we had a good Six Nations, so you never know, really, do you? Um, there's definitely going to be fireworks. Um, in terms of the England selection as well, in the forwards, we've not really spoken much about the forwards. It's all been about the backs. No. But, um, we've, we've, um, we're not playing George Cruz, who's your line-out caller. Yeah. Um, so Marrow's calling the line-out. Um, I think they've probably put Laws in just because he's a really big defensive player. Yeah. Um, and you've got some big threats in that pack. Um, but slightly concerned maybe that the set piece could be attacked. Um, what are your thoughts on the Australia forwards that, um, that you've picked? Uh, it's pretty pretty standard, I think. We, we sort of knew our best pack going into the World Cup. It was always just going to be the, the pooper combination, whether they, they go with that. And I think they need to, considering we've got one of the best lineouts in the World Cup statistically. Um, so I think mm-hmm. we can get away with it because of how, how good we are with Arnold, Rodder, and Nicerani. And then we've got either Dempsey or Salakai Lotu coming off the bench most games who are still good in the lineout. So I think our Who's set piece has been... back, bro, for you this uh, it's, It is Salakai Lotu. Sal- Salakai Lotu. I like yeah. Dempsey. I think Dempsey's a good player. Yeah, I'm no, surprised he, he is good. Um, Salakai Lotu. I think just, just bigger, bigger um, like body... They were just looking for an extra sort of ball runner to... Because Salakai Loto is a bit bigger than Dempsey, so I think just that extra sort of weight behind behind the ball, that would be my, my theory anyway. But, Either way, um, it's going to be a hell of a ding-dong um, tonight. It's going to be so, a cracker. Um, what are your plans after the game? Are you out in Oiter in the uh, one club, probably, that there isn't <laughs> yeah. 40,000 well, rugby fans in it? Or We're not, we're not sure what the go there. is. So I think what, what probably what we'll do is probably come back to Beppu and um, just just have about twenty thousand people saying in one uh, one an Irish pub. So it was it was absolutely chock a block last night uh, with some England versus Australia scrums going on. So what was going on last night? You were telling me earlier about some some full eight v eight refereed by you scrums in the middle of the street is that you <laughs> no, or deny these rumors it wasn't me refereeing it was one of the, one of the boys i'm here with um so there's only just a bit of reference there's only one one pub there's a couple bars but one pub in beppu okay. and naturally englishmen just sort of form at the pub <laughs> started overflowing at one point what do you mean englishmen um, form the at the pub what do you mean uh, you know it's, it's like we've got a drinking problem. Well, yeah, but you're, also, you're not going to go to a, a sake bar, are you? You're going to go to a pub and drink the same beer you can drink when you're back home. 
You're going to go it's to the pub and drink Like a bit of culture. Lads. Yeah. Exactly, no. mate. Yeah. Um, no, so, but the, uh, the, it was actually overflowing out onto the streets and um, English carrying on as they always do. Singing Swing Low was getting a couple of good runs. Some, some songs about Maro, Toje, um, just to name one. But, um, no, so then uh, one of my mates started refereeing some England versus Australia three-on-three scrums. Um, three probably did three. a better job than uh, than any of the French blokes. It's going to be refereeing the England game, but England yeah. Wildies game. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. That, well, you've, that makes that's a very good point. So finally, your predictions. Uh, I don't want to keep you for too long. I know you've got tickets to go pick up, which is very important, and you've got Saki, and you've got to go and have pints with the lads before kickoff. Exactly, um, mate. So your final predictions uh, for England versus Australia, World Cup quarter final doesn't get any bigger than this. Where are you going? Australia by five. Australia by five. It's going to be Ooh. close either way. Oofed. Oofed. And have you put any bets on that? How, in di- how um, big a presence has the Yakuza got in, in Beppu? Well, actually, funny you say that. We're staying across the road from a, a pachinko slot machine. Um, I don't even know what you call it. It's almost like a factory. They're just there's just thousands of pachinko slot machines just lined up ready for. What's for me a pachinko to go. slot machine? Talk me through that setup. So pachinko, I actually don't know how you play it, but that's never stopped me from gambling before. <laughs> um, virtual dog racing. <laughs> it's just a. <laughs> it's basically just a Japanese version of a slot machine, to my knowledge. I'm not exactly sure how you win or or how much you sort of you take back, even if you can get any money. But um, it's massive over here, so I'm sure. That'll get a good run at some point later on tonight. Christ, but, um, you're going to lose. Yeah. Uh, I dread to think how much you've thrown away so far. Uh, I mean, I've got a rough That's, idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from yeah, from our conversation uh, too, too much. previewing this podcast, um, I just hope you're not spending it all on betting. Uh, gamble responsibly, as always. Um, as always. You're not going to – actually, thinking about it right now, you're in Japan, World Cup quarterfinal – if Australia win, you're going to go and gamble and celebrate. And if England win, you're going to go and gamble and win your ticket money back, or so you think. So there's no real way of stopping you tonight, is there? Well, that's it. It's a win-win, right? How much have you bet on the result? Um, I haven't actually put anything on since leaving Australia. It's probably a so, good thing. Yeah, because I, oh, I can't remember how. I just put a mul- ch- get, cheeky multi on I put on. You're going to get dangerously steamed and then throw like $500 at Australia winning by more than seven or something, and then it's not going to go. <laughs> You're going to I'm be dangerously I'm my sports bet account. I, you know what? That is, that's a breath of fresh air to my ears. That really is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just making me feel like you're going to be a lot safer. It's a lot more wholesome a time that you're having. Um, exactly. And, uh, and, yeah, that sounds good. I think that's a good idea. Don't get involved yeah. with the Yakuza, please. No, I'll try not to. Uh, well, enjoy the game. I obviously don't do, think um, you're going to win. Um, what I was think your prediction then? Oh, I think I think England, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a lot closer than the bookies are making it out to be. Yeah. Uh, I think the bookies have got Australia paying like $3 and England playing $3 at $1.40 or something. Or something. Yeah. That's not a bad bet. But, um, but I, can't, I, I think England will win by seven. Um, uh, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, yeah, I think we'll um, I think we'll bring Ford on relatively early. I think we'll bring Ford on at like 45, 50 minutes um, okay. for Slade, and then just try and throw to a Langley down Pattaya's channel in that last yeah. half an hour. 
Um, I think Cruz will come on relatively early and maybe even Courtney Laws will go to six. Um, okay. Um, at some point and then just get big units going um, and keep and keep hammering away at the uh, Australian forwards. Um, so I think we win by seven and I think it'll be close until about the hour mark and then we'll just pull away potentially a couple of drop goals um, from George Ford um, to round the game off. Oh, everyone loves a drop goal, don't they? And they very, very quickly... New Zealand, Ireland, where are you? Where's your money at? Uh, New Zealand, 13 New plus. Zealand. 13 plus? 13 plus. It's either going to be New Zealand by 30 or Ireland by three, isn't it? They're, yeah. Like, you can't really see much else happening than that. No, that's right. Okay, um, well, well so you the, seem... What's the following games then? Oh, there's two more. Tomorrow. Oh, there's two more. There's tomorrow, but we'll probably catch... Oh, no, we'll do them now. We can do that. You don't seem Wales busy France. yet. You seem like you've got time to talk to me still. Um, I do a little bit. Wales, Wales France. Um, where are you still picking that up? Oh, I'm still going Wales. I think they'll just kick a couple of penalty goals, get a nice advantage, cross-field kick. They'll score one or two tries, but I think they'll win by well, anywhere between six and ten. And finally, Japan against South Africa. Oh, I think South Africa are going to take this out. Pollard will kick one or two drop goals they'll just they'll just build scoreboard pressure and about 55 minutes in they'll um they'll start using their backs a bit and they'll pull away you reckon okay well, well i'm yeah. picking france and japan for diversity because <laughs> so, uh, we're all about diversity on this podcast we so, are uh, we are anyway i'll let you go and enjoy your sake and your pints with the lads and i hope you uh have an awful time watching england hammer you by seven points which is no, a total pounding, to be honest. It's a total If that pounding. does, I'm not, I'm not going out tonight. I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll know, because I'll, I'll send you a nice little photo of me rugged up in bed at about 6 o'clock. So really, England winning's best for everyone. You're not going to gamble. You're going to get an early night. Get the Zeds in, and then just wake up refreshed tomorrow. Don't do that. Go out, get absolutely <laughs> Put 500 on red and uh, and ruin your life and well cut, and then wake up just with a vast amount of self-hatred in the morning. That's the way you want to do it. You want to just be hating yourself tomorrow morning. Sounds like a good plan. And that will power you through the next couple of weeks. That's what you want to do. How good. All right. Well, you seem busy. Um, So I'll let you go. Enjoy the game. You won't. We'll enjoy the game. And uh, (laughs) look after yourself. We'll try. Okay, mate. See you later. See you, mate. Bye.